it's time for Sales with Sully. Your host, Scott Sullivan, brings his 30 years of sales and marketing experience to you, the sales professional, addressing your questions from Twitter to help you be better at reaching your goals. This is a weekly show that happens right here on InspiredNewsRadio.com. And now your host, Scott Sullivan. Well, it's that time of day again. Yes, it's time for Sales with Sully. Hi, everyone. This is Scott Sullivan, and I'll be your host and your guide for the next 30 minutes as we and just dive in deep for everything sales and marketing. I do this show every single week because of you, the listeners. Thank you so much for your feedback. Every single week, you put out all kinds of questions, comments, concerns, stories, things that you want to talk about onto social media. If you look up at Sales with Sully on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, there you will find my smiling face. Every single week, we take your comments and your questions, and we turn them into a show right here on Inspired News Radio. I could not do what I do without you, so thank you so very, very much for being a listener. And if you would, right now while you're thinking about it, go to wherever it is you're getting your podcasts, wherever you're getting that download, and subscribe to to at sales with Sully along with mind your own business. I would surely appreciate it because that's how I know that you are listening because you subscribe. We send you a link to the new show and you download it wherever you get your podcast. So thank you so much for being a part of our community and our family here at sales with Sully. And we do sincerely appreciate your feedback anytime on any of those social media platforms. So today, what are we going to talk about? Well, today is going to be a little bit of a storytelling. Most of you that know me, that have been listening for a long time, know that I am a little bit of a storyteller because I come from a, the Midwest of in the United States. I come from the, the great bluegrass state of Kentucky. I spend uh, a great deal of my time when I was a young man in my youth listening to my grandfather and my father and all my uncles tell stories about different things, and that's how we passed on information to uh, most of the next generation was by talking in in a little bit of stories. So I'm going to tell you a story today because today this week's show is all about I know a guy. That's what we're going to title this one. I know a guy. Have you ever heard that? You know, I really need to have the house painted. Well, I know a guy. I need to get my brakes fixed. I know a guy. (laughs) There is always somebody out there that says, I know a guy. So being a resource today is all about how do we be a resource? So the story I'm going to tell is, is a little bit of twofold. One, being a resource and two, being a connector. But you have to be genuinely interested in people. So here it goes. A brief story about a plane ride uh, across the country. So several years ago, I was sitting in a seat in a plane, just minding my own business, you know, reading a a periodical, listening to a book on tape. It depends on what I was doing. I can't remember exactly. And I struck up a conversation with the person next to me, and he was a recumbent bike enthusiast, right? Okay, I have no idea what a recumbent bike was. I didn't. I knew I had heard the term, but I couldn't tell you. I couldn't have been able to pick one out of a lineup, as they say. So, of course, being the curious uh, uh, extrovert that I am and the inquisitive type, I asked all kinds of questions. You know, tell me what a recumbent bike is. Well, for those of you that that don't know, it's that bike that you sit on and you lay back. So you're sitting close to the ground, and you're sitting like 
like you would be sitting in a chair with your feet out in front of you and you're pedaling forward. So the 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 pedals are actually a little higher than your butt and they're out, you know, facing forward. So as you pedal, your the chain is turning either one or both of the tires and you have your handlebars down by your uh, butt and you're holding on and you're leaning back against a, uh, a against the seat. So you're pushing with your feet with your back against the back support. So that's a recumbent bike and i got to know all about it and why it's you know so much better exercise and it's so much more fun and all the things about recumbent biking now that could very easily be the end of the story that i just became a you know a novice uh you know person in the recumbent biking industry and it could just all just ended right there well we exchanged business cards and i i chatted with him a little bit as we were you know changing the subject from here and there but i really enjoyed learning and getting to know him and getting to know about recumbent bikes so now flash forward on you know another trip maybe i was coming back from the same trip i can't remember coming back across the country this time i'm sitting next to a gentleman and he and i were were chatting a little bit and he says uh something about well i said what do you do and he says well i own one of the largest bike uh, distributors in the state of New York and I said oh interesting I said I just flew with a gentleman just recently by the name of and I hand I told him who the gentleman's name was and said he's really big into recumbent biking he said well he should be he's the largest recumbent bike manufacturer in the world and I said wow I had no idea I mean he really did not tell me all of those details so I said well that's pretty amazing and he said you know I been trying to carry his bikes for a long time in my store because they're you know so well made and all these other things and and i said well i'll gladly you know connect the two of you if you don't you know if 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 you want me to and he said oh that would be so awesome so you know he i set up an email i put it out there and i introduced each each one to the other after we had had our flight back and got to know each other a little bit i i made the connection and put it together and uh you know just kind of left it at that and never really thought about the fact is that i was being a resource for him i just was being what i thought to be kind and considerate and i was just you know offering him a connection that i had just recently made and i was sharing it with him and a few weeks go by and i get this really nice uh, uh, card in the mail and it's got a uh, well I don't want to say it's unlimited but it was a extremely large Starbucks card with a lot of money on it so it kept me in coffee for the next uh, several months actually so it was actually really really good and it was from the gentleman that owned a recumbent bike manufacturing company because you know, he uh, ended up with a new customer that placed a very sizable initial order, and he sent me a really nice card and said, you know, if it weren't for you, uh, I don't think we would have ever connected. And, you know, it's just my sales rep was not interested because he already had a lot of distribution in, the, in that area, and my sales rep wasn't interested in adding uh, more sales distribution because he was afraid it would hurt his existing. And we got to know each other and found out that it was going to be all incremental business, and it ended up 
about being a win-win for everybody. And I got a very large amount of coffee out of it, which made me very happy. So here's the moral of the story. The moral of the story is be a resource. Be that resource. Be known for that resource. Be open and caring and sharing. There's a very famous uh, motivational speaker by the name of Gary Vaynerchuk who says, who wrote a book and has a uh, catchphrase that's, you know, give, 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 then ask. So be that giving person, be that resource for the those around you. So some of you have probably seen these commercials most recently for, I think it's Home Advisor or Angie's List or one of those Home Advisor, uh, you know, like if you want to get your house painted or something like that. And the it's kind of tongue in cheek, but it's a really cute ad because what happens is these two people are, you know, maybe they're playing golf and they're standing at the tee and he says, you know, anybody that, um, that paints houses, he says, yeah, I think I, I know, I know a few people. And he says, oh, great. Could you get me three quotes? Do the background checks, find out and, you know, and let me know if they can start next Tuesday. <laughs> you know, so obviously being that resource, uh, can go, you can go a little too far with it. And it's a little tongue in cheek, of course, because they're recommending that you go to whatever their app is and find you know somebody that does that and and find someone that can fulfill that obligation and and do those background checks and all those things which is what the app does so the point i'm trying to make here though is that if you kind of put yourself in the brand or become branded as the guy who has a resource then you become the the actual object of the statement of I've got a guy. So in most cases, you could say, I have a guy because that's the guy who's going to do the work. But in this particular case, you could say, I have a guy, you know, and his name is Scott Sullivan, and he knows everybody in that industry. So if you need somebody that, you know, knows anything about podcasting or talk radio, wow, I got a guy, right? So there's the guy. That's the thing that you want to be as a resource. So you have to and I don't want to say wave your flag a little bit, but you do have to be proud of the information that you've accumulated and you have to be kind of bold in the fact that you do know you are an expert in that field. And most of us, our humility kicks in and it's really hard to be able to stand up and accept the fact is that we're an expert in a certain you know field or a certain endeavor. And it's hard for us to then take that information and wave it as a banner and say, hey, if you need this information, I'm your guy. But if you do that, what ends up happening is that you end up attracting a lot of people because then if they know, so for instance, how many of you have a friend out there right now, and this is a great survey question, how many of you have a friend right now that you know you know a hobby that they do or something that they're very interested in that's kind of, I don't want to say a secret, but it's kind of something like they don't talk about. Like, you know, you have a guy who's a computer programmer by day, and he's also a fantastic amateur photographer or semi-professional photographer, and that's how, you know, he knows everything there is to know about cameras and, and developing and setting up shots and portraits and lighting and all those things, and you would never have known that about him, right? Be, unless you really know who they are and you're digging in, you know, to their into your friendship with them. So 
those are the kind of things that the more you can put out there the things that you're really good at and the things that you enjoy and the things that you are passionate about the more that people can then catalog those into you know who do i know so if somebody walks up today and says you know i need to find somebody who knows all everything there is to know about you know plastic water bottles okay who do i know that's in the plastics business who do i know it's in the water business who do i know it's in the you know the uh plastic water bottle business who do i know that you know knows anything or knows somebody that's tangentially from there because it's like we're all six degrees of separation so who do i know that can be a resource for my friend right and it maybe it's not me maybe it's somebody in my network or somebody i know that's why it's so important for people to kind of know who you are what you stand for and the things that are going on in your life with those catalogs now with those those items cataloged in the dewey decimal system of your brain you're now able to say i got a guy and that guy may be just a resource you know for just the person that just the thing they need and especially if you're in a burgeoning market if you're an emerging market so let's say you just started brand new started um I don't know. I'm going to pick something a little obscure. How about like a, you know, a eyebrow, you know, waxing or grooming or one of those things that they're having in the mall now, where they they do the threading or whatever. They shape your eyebrows, and you know somebody who just started the, that business, but yet they know a lot about it and they have a great, you know, opportunity. There's a great business there, and somebody comes up to you and says. You know, I'm thinking about having my eyebrows done. You then become the resource, and you can say, I know exactly who you need to talk to because XYZ just opened a shop at this mall or in this location, and you should definitely know them. So that becomes a resource, but it's also a connection. So resources and connecting are sometimes intertwined, and sometimes they're actually interchangeable. You could say, I'm a connector, I'm a networker, or I'm a resource source for people because sometimes you're not the actual person that's going to do the work maybe you're some per, you're the person who's going to connect them with the person who's going to do the work that's what's so cool about having a network I use the analogy of being a doctor. If you're a doctor and somebody comes in with a cough, you're not expected to know every single possible diagnosis and every single symptom and every single possibility of what could be causing that cough. They do tests to start narrowing it down into different uh, you know aspects because they know that some tests you know will will start narrowing down what it could be. And then on top of that, they have references. They have reference books. They have reference, uh, you know, uh, complete libraries of reference information. So they can go in and get a differential diagnosis. They can go in and say, here are the things that I know. Here are the test results. You know, what are the, what are the differentials that I could then say? What are some of the things that could be, you know, causing this cough? And then how do I treat each one of those, either the symptom or the actual, you know, disease or the actual uh, affliction. So the doctor is not expected to know all of the answers for every possible disease, for every possible uh, affliction, no matter what. They're, they're expected to know where to look. 
where to find the resource. So that's why the resource is as important as the person. Being the resource is a, a very important role. So being the person that says, I know a guy, that is a very important role. That's why we talk about it in in the terms of this story is because if I hadn't have been paying attention, if I hadn't have been uh, alert to my surroundings, to the people around me, to the people that were, uh, you know, sitting next to me, if I hadn't have been just innately incur- curious and just wanted to be inquisitive and ask a few questions and listen actively to that particular person, then I would have never known the information that I had in order to pass on that information to the right person. And I also want to take just one second to also touch on the fact is that I did something that was extremely old school. I don't know if you've been in any business meetings lately, but business cards are becoming quickly a thing of the past. You hand your phone to somebody and say, you know, throw your digits in there or uh, get hit me up on social media or find me here or, you know, go to WhatsApp or go to WeChat or do this or do that or wherever that we're connected. Go find that pl- person there, connect with them, and then use that platform to communicate with them. So we're not passing out our cell phone number. We're not passing out our email address. We're not, you know, using a business card as much as we used to. But I like, I love the fact that old school, you can still print up a business card and you can still have a name, an address, a phone number. You know, you can have your WeChat on there. You can have your QR code. You can have your website. All of those things can be there and nobody has to remember your name or search for you or take a picture of you to try and remember who you are. You still have that old school business card that's part of that networking, part of that being a resource. So that to me is still you know we're going to I'm probably going to get a few comments for this, you know, for making this comment when we get back to the Twitter feed and start talking about it. But being a resource also means you have to be accessible. People have to be able to find you. They have to be able to get a hold of you. They have to be able to ask you a question and work through the system, whatever it happens to be. Now, do I have all those other platforms? Yes. Do I have WhatsApp and WeChat and LinkedIn and you know Instagram and all the other places? Sure, absolutely I do. And can you reach me on all of those? Absolutely you can. You can still Skype me even. I still use Skype on a regular basis. So All of those platforms are still viable and they're still available, but the beautiful part about it is I can also give you a business card. You can stick it in the corner of your mirror or you can lay it up on your desktop somewhere and it becomes a reminder of who I am and, you know, what it is that I can do and maybe be a resource for you. Now, the beautiful part about it is, is if I left a lasting impression with you and you have tied that impression to that business card, then when somebody says, says, hey, do you know somebody in the podcasting business? Do you know somebody in the you know, uh, news radio business or maybe even internet radio? You can say, I've got a guy, and his name is Scott Sullivan. He also goes by Sales with Sully, and he gave me a business card. Look at this. There's an inspired news radio business card. Right here is his phone number. Why don't you give him a call? Tell him that I told you to, to call. All of a sudden, 
that credibility gets passed on because when you call and I answer the phone, they say, hey, uh, is this sales with Sully? It sure is. Well, I was just talking to, and then fill in the blank, you know, Joe Schmo. Oh, I know Joe. How's he doing? He's doing great. Well, he told me to call you because you could be a resource for this particular thing that I'm working on. And you know what? I can. I can help you out, or I can point you in the direction of maybe some other people that are even more well-versed than I am to help solve your problem, because I have the reputation of being the guy who's a resource. I can be that guy. So if you say, I got a guy, hopefully you're referring to me at Sales with Sully. I really appreciate each and every one of you listening every single week. I love, love, love your feedback. I love the fact that every single week I get all kinds of comments on my uh, Twitter feed, on my Instagram, on my Facebook page, at Sales with Sully. Please go. Please subscribe. Like the page. Let us know you're listening. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, if you love the show, tell me. If you hate the show, tell me. We try and treat you so many different ways you're bound to like one of them. That's exactly what our mantra is every single week. Every single week, we take those questions and those comments, and we put them into a show, and we present them right here on Inspired News Radio. If you haven't been to the site, go to inspirednewsradio.com, take a quick look around, look at all of the show hosts that we have, all of the great programming that that we have put together for you, the staff and the management. Uh, Susan Sullivan is the general manager of Inspired News Radio. She does an absolute fantastic job of pulling everybody together, keeping everybody organized, and putting out some fantastic content every single week. I am super proud to be part of that family and part of that community, and I encourage each and every one of you to subscribe, bookmark, put all the other things that you need to know so that every single week when new shows come out, you know exactly where to go, Inspired News Radio or wherever you find your podcast, whether it's Apple, iTunes, or Google, we're there every single week all you have to do is subscribe or search for at sales with sully or mind your own business thank you so much for being a listener thank you for uh all of the feedback that you always give me i love it in all senses of the direction and i mean it from at the bottom of my heart in all different directions good bad or ugly i love it when you take the time to give me some feedback and i do take it all to heart i want to make the show uh all about what you are looking for and how you you can be a better sales professional each and every single week. That's what we do. So until next time, you know what I always say when I sign off, go out and sell something. You've been listening to Sales with Sully on InspiredNewsRadio.com. We take your sales and marketing questions each week on Twitter at Sales with Sully, hashtag INR, and like us on Facebook. On behalf of your host, Scott Sullivan, and the entire Sales with Sully team, thanks for listening and see you next week.